Let's get back to the action on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number three. I'm Jim Galante. He's Dustin Hawkinsmith. Dustin, we're doing our countdown of our KSN Top 40 Most Important Penn State football players going into the 2022 season. The quick review, starting from number 40, we had Caden Saunders, then Johnny Dixon, Chop Robinson, Tyler Warren. In the earlier segment, we did players number 36 and 35. That was running back Catron Allen, the true freshman, and backup quarterback Christian Vayu. Now, things get interesting, and I'm going to lump numbers 34 and 33 together. And we're talking about offensive guards. Now, first of all, most teams, I don't think fans even know the names of the offensive guards, let alone put a high value on them, especially when one or maybe even both of them end up as backups. But here we go, Dusty. The two uh, guards that we're talking about are Sal Warmly, uh, six foot three, three oh nine. He's a guy he didn't play last year because of injury, but we've heard that he was going to be a starter. Prior to the season, he was uh, setting himself up for a starting position. The other player at number 33 is transfer guard Hunter Norzad, 6'3", 310, about the same uh, height and weight. He's the transfer from Cornell, who played tackle while he was at Cornell. He's looking to make that move to, to Penn State. And immediately, what I always love is a lot of fans are oh. This is Eric Wilson 2.0. Well, not every player coming from the Ivy League is identical, okay? (laughs) They can be different. But at least on the surface, Dusty, Warmly, Norzad, they're fighting it out for the same position, most likely, right? That's my opinion. Um, And, you know, you can – James Franklin just talked about this recently – about the five players that they've got in competition for the two guard spots. Two of them are Sal Wormley and Hunter Norzad. Uh, Landon Tangwall is another. Uh, Golden Israel Chumba is another. And J.B. Nelson, who just who came in January from Lackawanna College. Uh, they seem to like those five guys. I wouldn't expect James Franklin to say, yeah, I've got five turds who are, who are competing there. I wouldn't <laughs> expect that. But um, I do feel like at these positions, there's an opportunity – as I mentioned before, at running back, addition by subtraction might kind of be in play here. Uh, the, the way things came together in a not very effective way last year, you can definitely make the case that some fresh faces along the offensive line are indeed a good thing. Uh, Sal Wormley, as you mentioned, uh, I've got him at 34 and Hunter Norris at 33 on this list for whatever that's worth. Um, Sal Wormley seemingly in position to start last year. Uh, I would guess that that was the Anthony Wigan, Eric Wilson position. Uh, Sal Wormley might have started there. Uh, and then Hunter Norzad, as you mentioned, uh, James Franklin really likes his combination of strength, size, toughness, and then the experience level of this kid is really what I'm looking at. Uh, you can like Sal Wormley, and you can like the way that he's looked behind the scenes when he's healthy, um, but that's been a bit of a struggle. We didn't see him much in the spring, so it's not like he's got 
a huge advantage over Norzad in that department in recency. Uh, Norzad, uh, coming from the tackle position, he does have to make a transition to guard. I like his chances of doing that. But when push comes to shove, um, Hunter Norzad just seems like the better bet to emerge. And again, I mean, maybe that's week one. Maybe they're splitting time just like Wigan and, and Eric Wilson did last year. But it's hard to believe that Hunter Norzad's combination of tangibles and experience don't make him the top player at, at probably at right guard of this group. But at the very least, you know, coming into this season, coming into this training camp, the arrival of Hunter Norzad forces everybody to win a legitimate competition to be a starter on this offensive line. That probably goes for Landon Tangwall. Uh, that definitely goes for Golden Israel Chumba, um, J.B. Nelson, uh, Sal Wormley. At the very least, Hunter Norzad's going to raise the bar of competition. But I think he's more than that. I don't think he's just a guy who's going to make the other guys perform better. I think he's going to be one of Penn State's top five offensive linemen. I think you'll probably see that just like with Eric Wilson um, early in the season. And I do think on paper, on film, Hunter Norzad looks like a little bit better player than Eric Wilson too. First of all, Dusty, you use the expression addition by subtraction. It's one I've been using about this offensive line since the end of the season. They lost three starters. I don't think they're going to miss any of the three, okay? And I'll leave it at that. So it's like, okay, what are you bringing in? Fashanu at left tackle. I believe the coaches are confident in him. What we saw of him in the bowl game, we liked Landon Tangwall, I think you've been one of his biggest fans. I think especially at left guard combined with Fashanu, I think we're all happy with that. And I, I think we're also happy with Juice Scruggs moving to center. Caden Wallace back for more at right, uh, right tackle. But at right guard, has uh, that became a question mark. And it seems both Sal Warmly and Hunter Norzad have the possibility of each one of them, or at least one of them, being a very good player. Again, with the idea that Warmly would have started last year if he were healthy. Hunter Norzad, coming from Cornell, was very highly regarded. Yes, I know it's Ivy League, but he was much more highly regarded there than um, Eric Wilson. He has experience at tackle, which by most standards is the tougher position to play. Moving inside, I think Hunter Norzad comes in expecting to play. I think Sal Warmly, after a year ago thinking he was going into the season as a starter before injury, I think he believes he should be a starter. In my mind, that means you've got good competition there and you've got two chances to get it right. Yeah, 100%. And I think that's exactly what they're going for. They need competition up and down. They need competition for every spot on the two deep. They also need somebody who can maybe cross train between center and guard as, as the third teamer there. So it'll be interesting to see who that is. Um, I think, you know, the time is now for Sal Wormley. The time is now for, for that next layer of guys, um, you know, including golden Israel, Chumba, including a guy like Jimmy Christ to start making some kind of move and start making a name for themselves, um, in this competition for, for spots on, on the roster. Um, I think they're better they're, They have a chance to be better across the board. Um, what you, you had last year was Rashid Walker at less than a hundred percent. A lot of the time, 
Uh, didn't look, you know, didn't look like himself. Certainly wasn't the guy who was projected as a first round pick. Um, I think they were okay. They were never going to be much more than okay at left guard. Uh, Juice Scruggs, who's at center now, I think was clearly their best um, interior lineman for sure. But now I think you've got a center in him who's a lot more dynamic, a lot more rangy, a lot more athletic than Mike Miranda was. And you have a chance to have a center who can not just kind of hold the line, but maybe blow some guys off the ball. Um, you have a guy coming in who's going to have some experience either way at right guard. And Caden Wallace, you know, the, the big variable there is uh, how likely is he to bounce bounce back after kind of a down year himself. Um, but I think um, either way, you know, Wormley has lined up and practiced a lot with uh, Caden Wallace on the right side. Uh, Hunter Norris has got a lot of real game experience, even if that's at the FCS level, can pair him up on the right side. I love the combination of Olu Fashanu and Landon Tangwall on the left side because they're long, they're young, they're athletic. Uh, Landon Tangwall has experience at tackle and can can view the game from that position. So Olu Fashanu, who's young, uh, he he'll be a, a, a new starter. We'll have a guy next to him who kind of understands the assignments of both positions. So I think there's there's a possibility here. And then I think the the big thing out of all this is that more guys on Penn State's too deep will have spent more time under the coaching of Phil Troutwine. And I think that that's meaningful too. You know, you had some guys who the ball, their foundation at Penn State along the offensive line was built by another position coach and they were trying to adjust and acclimate, not to mention it was the first year for an offensive coordinator too. So you want these guys to play fast and confident. There were some things working against them playing fast and confident where now you're in year two of the same coordinator you're a year further down the line where you have the the guys who are projected to to start have more time with Phil Troutwine I mean there are some good things and some good uh, reasons to believe that this group can perform collectively better I asked you in the earlier segment about your confidence level in Christian Vayu what's your confidence level in this offensive line coming into the year I'd put it around a six I mean you, you have the same conversation, it seems, every single year. And you have the same conversation about why this group, why the time is now for them to finally take that big step forward. And I'm just not totally buying yet that this is the group to do it. I mean, Penn State has had probably more talented groups than this one. Penn State has had more experienced groups than this one. Uh, and we've seen a lot of the same things play out. So I, I don't care who it is. Coming off of last season and then having new parts in most of these places, uh, it's hard to be confident that they're going to be a dominant group. Um, but I think if Penn State can do some things where their identity is more firm and concrete on the offensive side, if they're, for example, a run-first team and allow their offensive linemen to play that way, it helps them. But, you know, I think we've, we've been down this road so many times, Jim, that it's hard to really say with a ton of confidence that this particular group with a new left tackle, with likely a redshirt freshman starter at, le- at left guard, with a first-time starter at center, with maybe a transfer guy at right guard, with a guy at right tackle who had a down year in 2021, how are you going to say with a great deal of confidence that this group collectively is going to be dominant? Uh, I think there's a chance for it. I still believe that Phil Troutwine can get this job done, and and maybe it starts in 2022, but 
any Penn State fan who has followed a James Franklin coach team has heard this so often about the offensive line that they're just not buying it until they see it. And that's where I'm coming from on this too. Understand, I'm not saying dominant, Dustin, but let me give you glass half full. I think Rasheed Walker had a really down year last year. I think Fashanu for a full season will be better than what we saw from Rasheed Walker last year. I think at left guard, we love Landon Tangwall. I think he'll be better there than we got a year ago. I think the move of Juice Scruggs to center will give us better work at the center position. Heck, they moved him there in place of Miranda at the end of last year anyway. I think at right guard, you've got two shots at it with Warmly and Norzad. And I think Caden Wallace would probably admit he had a bit of a down year also. I think he at least will be as good as a year ago, if not better. A chance to be better at all five positions, Dusty. How is that for glass half full? I love it. All right, that is it for quarter number three. Stick around. We've got more on our top 40 in quarter number four. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. What defines the special spirit of Penn State? Why Penn State by author Greg Woodman looks to Happy Valley in the 1980s for answers. Featuring rare photos, original essays, and exclusive interviews with Coach Paterno, this beautiful 256-page full-color hardback edition explores the why behind We Are. It's chicken soup for the Nittany Lion's soul and makes the perfect gift for any Penn Stater in your life, including you. Order today at whypennstate.com. 